Uh, hello, this is Big Ryan. Oh, Big Ryan, it's Medi. What's up, man? Hey, Medman, thanks for calling. Why'd you call, dude? Yeah, same reason I call you once a week and no more than once a week. To True. Grum to grumble. All right. Would Let's you grumble, dude. Would you like to do this? Of course I would, or Are man. you too busy? Because you no, you're, you're an awfully busy guy. This is, this is rich because last night I sat around basically waiting for two hours, which I understand you have to put your kid down. And then today I spent another two hours and finally I decided to go for a stroll to Safeway to buy cleaning supplies because my fucking maid canceled on me. And then, then I'm walking. You're like, okay, let's do the show. Well, dude, I need a little bit of fucking head, you know, a little heads up, just a little common courtesy that, that my time is just, You're just as important I to apologize. me. I apologize. I apologize. This is, this is a... This is a grumbler altercation going on right here. This is good stuff. Dude, this is why our fans love us, because we're real. And if you need to hear it, I'm going to let you listen, hear it, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, Listen, first off, I apologize. Last night I, I told, forgive you. I I forgive told you. you, let's do the show as soon as I get these kids to sleep. My yes. uh, brother-in-law, D-Patty, you know D-Patty, right? Yeah, I know him. He got renal stones. He got kidney stones, and he was. So your brides, your brides, my bro, my bride's uh, brother. He got kidney stones, and he's up in Portland. And he's a young guy, and he didn't know what the hell to do. So my wife is my wife is coaching him through the whole process, telling her how to how the hell to find direction to the ER. Okay. And then uh, I'm I'm out on uh, Baby Island. I've got a newborn in one hand and a two year old screaming and clamoring, hooting and hollering all over the place. Hooting and hollering. Yeah. I got a buddy, Big Nate, always hooting and hollering. Does he? What up, Big Nate? I guarantee you, Nate, he's listening. He went down to Cancun for a week, and uh, got we got another listener, my friend Barjri, dude. Do you She's think, a mill. You think he's listening in uh, Cancun? No, because this isn't live, and by the time you get it up, because you, you, you play with your peckers so much, you're, you're busy. By the time you get this message, this new post up, he'll already be back in America, dude. Welcome home, Nate. Welcome home, Nady. Welcome back. It's about time you listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice. Nice, dude. Meta. Hey, All right. So what are we going to talk about today, dude? Uh, I think we got a lot of stuff, right? It's been uh, about eight days since we recorded. Um, we've we talked to an industry insider. We did one week ago today, and uh, I'd like to update our fans about the industry insider that we spoke to. Um, Trump Trump actually did something the last week. What did he do? He admitted that there were no tapes recorded <laughs> with J James Bartholomew Comey. What a big man. What a big man. Oh, he, he showed him. Um, we can talk about, you know, the big story this week is Trump Care. The CBO came out with their report. I, I was thinking we could dabble on that. Okay. And then you text messaged me that you want to talk about, you want to, you want to grab the Trump voter by the ears and look him straight in the eye and yeah. ask him why. And I'm I'm gonna give you that podium because that's what that's what I we mean. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why I understand why I understand why they do it and why they'll keep doing it and why there is no way to fix them from doing it. I think that'll I, be I fun. That'll be fun to talk about. And yeah, then I'm gonna we'll talk go. you off the ledge because you're gonna get pseudo homicidal, and then I'll have to talk you down. And I'm a I'm a peaceful dude, bro. I'm a peaceful dude. That's right, dude. And then uh, we did. 
Last time, which divisions? We did the AL East and the NL East. Is that correct? Yeah, I took Boston. You got the Yanks, and we both agreed on the Natties. Okay, so then uh, we'll take a stab at the – how does AL East or AL West and NL West sound? I definitely think that sounds great. Let's, uh, let's grumble, dude. Let's grumble, man. How you been? How's your week been? It was good. I played softball on Saturday. It, I, I played softball on Thursday and like the swirling wind. Didn't have a particularly good game. I had a double, a two RBI double, a couple walks, and a fly out. We lost to a team that we beat a lot. And then Saturday I went out and I didn't play very well. I didn't hit very well. My defense wasn't particularly good. So I had a tough softball weekend, but like my, all my problems are first world problems, bro. Yeah. All my problems are first world. Like they're awesome problems. I have no big, horrible problems. So you didn't go to bed crying this so, weekend? No, no. I, I did fine. I had a good weekend. I, I always have a good time, man. Um, I had a couple bad beats on my wagers. I took Portland Timbers yesterday. They, they're playing Seattle Sounders. Seattle Sounders get a red card. Portland gets the penalty kick. Then Portland gets another goal a minute later. They're at home up 2-1 to one with an extra man. In the 94th minute, in the fourth minute of extra time, Seattle heads in the ball to tie it. Because wow. Portland, Portland didn't put him away. Portland played and played and played and gave up possession. It was so weird to be a man up at home and up in the score playing like defensively. It was so weird. Wow. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that sucked. Now, granted, I'm only betting 25 a game, so who cares? But if I had bet real money on that like I did a year ago, 500, 600 bucks, I would be losing my shit. I would jump. I, I, would, I would have been losing my shit. So that was my weekend, bro. What about anything with you or just uh, boring shit? This last weekend. What did I do this last weekend? Nothing exciting. Absolutely nothing. Okay. Like, probably de- pseudo-depressing. Let's get into it. So, uh, a week ago, we talked to an industry insider who I guess will will remain unnamed. Is that correct? Yeah, we'll, re- we'll, we'll, we'll ignore his name. We won't mention it. Or her name. Or and, her name. But it's a dude, but yeah. And the in- industry insider has, he is or she is one of the largest producers of all podcasts across the nation. And uh, this, this particular person knows a lot about podcasts and the direction yeah. of podcasts. So the yeah. grumblers came to him, and the grumblers are into, we're not like thinking small term, we're thinking large, you know, large scale. We, yeah, you know, we know we can make a difference. We know, we know that we have the charisma, the chemistry, and basic, the basic fucking knowledge and grasp of facts, and we're good at communicating. We know that this the grumblers can go nationwide. Yeah, not even nationwide. I think we can go global. 18 global? To, yeah, eighteen to forty year olds in uh, Guangzhou love us. Uh, people in South Africa love us. Northern African love us. I mean, people all over the world love us. Yeah, true. So, having said that. We, we were talking to the industry insider, and hey, I don't know how much in depth we, we need to do this. What do you think, Ryan? Do we pull the curtain all the way open and then ask for feedback? Yeah. So the industry insider said there's four main areas that people like, uh, people interact with podcasts. Uh, those subject areas are sports, travel, cooking, and technology, right? Is that right? Yeah. Those four. I don't know. I don't know what technology. Oh, technology. I think I'm sorry, said dude. So uh, it's, it's my immigrant. Uh, language sorry Maddie's so, Persian go ahead so then uh so he he's telling us those four areas and I, me or you we keep heading him on well what's up with news what's going on with news and uh he kind of brushes it aside and then finally I tell him I, I say hey 
You know, I listen, I listen to a number of news podcasts, uh, some just different sources. One example is NPR. And he, he just flat out said, those podcasts are all free and there's no advertising on them. And people really don't like to go anywhere else but those podcasts that you're listening to. Yeah. So, which was really depressing. It was, it was a kick to the grumbler's groin to hear an industry insider say, you know, our grumbler fans, I mean, they, perhaps they want something more than news. I mean, perhaps. That's basically what he was saying, right? Uh, I mean, he's saying that there's these, you know, there's 24-hour news networks. It's such a saturated market that there's no need for the grumblers. Now, the news doesn't have the personality that the grumblers does, doesn't have the charisma, and frankly, doesn't speak the goddamn facts all the time like the grumblers do. In, or the in a, hairline. In a, they don't have the hairline of the grumblers. You're, you're like mildly balding, hair. but you're quickly going my way, and I'm completely bald. Just, just I'm not, I'm not, it's not quick at all, dude. Like, I still have a full head of hair. It's just less Completely defensive, like I was 15 years ago. But you're getting yeah, but, Dude, you were, you were 25 years old when you went bald. <laughs> like, I'm 40 years old. It's going slowly. It's, it's going, there. it's not almost there, dude. Maybe in 10 years, I'll be where you are. But dude. When you're, I, when you're, when you're putting that moose, that Vidal Sassoon moose in your hair tomorrow morning, and you're looking at uh -huh. the thinning, the thinning, uh, you know, layers in there, just think about, it is thinning. just think about, think about me and my bald head, your dad and his bald head, and, yeah. the, and the future that you have with a bald head. Both you guys went bald in your 20s. Dude, my hair's thinning. I, I'm not going to lie to you, but it's not bald, and it's not almost bald. So fuck you. There's let's, nothing let's to be ashamed of. fucking grumble. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Being bald Bro. is... Our fans don't want to hear you jabbering endlessly about two dudes they don't even know what they look like. Do you want to grumble okay. or do you want to talk about your bald head and my dad's bald head? Sorry, man. I apologize. Sorry, fans. So, so sorry, the basic sorry, sorry, big Nate. <laughs> so in Bargery. So basically the problem, you know, or one of the challenges we have is he's like, we could do sports the whole time and that might work. We could talk to athletes' wives the whole time and that might work. Out of left field, he says, How about you guys talk to athletes' wives? Yeah, he's like, I can get you started with one, which was a nice offer, by the way. No, I'm not ripping anything he did for us. I just, it never occurred to me that that's the angle we should go in. I don't know how we would do that because Medi's in Houston. I'm in, you know, I'm in San Francisco. Yeah, he keeps so dropping I, Steph Curry's wife. He's like, what if you talk to Steph Curry's wife about making chicken chow mein? And I'm like, so, we're going to talk about cooking with Steph Curry's wife. Yeah. What? So, so what? I don't know, man. I this mean, was is a that, very the, weird is that the direction the Grumblers wants to go in? I don't think so. I don't think the Grumblers fans listen to us to do that. We're so gonna, I don't know. What, what What do we do? We're so confused. We, we need direction. And I feel like we've got no direction right now. Do we, well, do we I mean, we can keep what we're doing. I mean, that's what we're going to do. We're going to grumble about the news and we're going to grumble about sports. And then you're yeah. going to make fun of me and I'm just going to laugh it off. Yes. So, so, so Trump this week, look at that soft transition, bro. That was a hard one. Very hard. Um, Trump this week, Trump, Trump this week basically said there's no tapes, uh, which everybody knew the entire time. Like I, 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 when I watch the news, sometimes I'm frustrated because they treat every word he says like it. Ooh. Is this true? When is the president going to back this up? But the president just said that he's going to give everyone a job. Let's check in on the status of that. Like they, they take all of his things seriously. Like why would you take the boasts of a 15-year-old virgin seriously? 
Like he's basically a high school kid just trying to get attention from his buddies, and he's boastful and he makes shit up. So he, I think he had some kind of interview with uh, Fox News, and he went out and he was saying how he had to force Comey in a corner where he couldn't he couldn't lie, and he took full credit that 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 tactic caused Comey to tell the truth, which yeah. I don't know if the truth was all helpful for Trump. But, but I mean, do we want to do we want to discuss his tweets and debate the veracity of them? Because nobody, everybody knows he's a liar. The the people who support him know he's a liar. I don't I don't think anyone's out there like, oh, Trump's got tapes. Like nobody, do you know anyone who's like, oh, he's got tapes, and those are going to vindicate him from this whole mess? mess. Yeah. Did, nobody thought that, right? No, nobody it's, thought there was a recording system in the Oval Office. To no, absolutely not. Right. So, so all he does is he comes out, he tweets something, the news talks about it the entire day, and meanwhile, they do whatever they want. Uh, they continue to not cover real things. Like, for all, for all we know, you know, Bernie Sanders and uh, Cory Booker are going around the country talking about real issues. Like, if the news doesn't come, how do we know what's, what's happening? That's true. And so, so they, they just cover his tweets every day. And every day, you know, a week later, you see another tweet that directly, con- you know, contrasts his tweet. Like he's like, "How dare we do business with Qatar? They're bad." And then, you he's, know, he goes, he I, goes there and sells the missiles. I, I, I don't think he's. I, I, I don't want to sell this guy and say he's he's a dummy or he's a liar. I think he's. I think he's really good at manipulating the media. I think he's really good, like. It's like a bunch of dogs in media, and he pulls out this, you know, this live squirrel, and they want to, you know, all the dogs want to chase the squirrel. Then he pulls out, like, you know, a big old dinosaur bone, and all the dogs are wagging their tail, and they want to go, like, chase the dinosaur bone. I, yeah. I really think he, if anything we've learned in the last three years of this guy, he understands how to move the media towards whatever narrative he wants to move him towards. He knew, yeah, yeah. He knew when he said, I've got tapes, what he was doing. Did he? Yeah, absolutely. Did he? Whatever the conversation was at the time, he reset it. And, and it continues to come up about those tapes. And he'll retweet about stuff. Like, today he was tweeting about Obama, the obstructionist, or something to that effect about it. I don't, I just see headlines, and I saw that headline, and I'm like, this guy's still tweeting about Obama and Hillary. And we're not focused on what today is. We're focused on the past. And I think it's a real disservice to, to Congress, to Americans, and you know, to the executive office that he's, he's, he's manipulating the media and he's playing with people. And you know, we're not focused on agenda right now. We've got a huge health care bill that's coming out. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, I mean... Today they said that the health care bill was going to displace 20 million plus people off of health care. See, I have a theory. I have a theory that, that Republicans... Was a, that was a soft transition, by the way. Not, not like the soft transition you claimed earlier. <laughs> I, I have a theory. And these, these people that vote for Republicans love the words and the, and the diatribes and what they think they're voting for. But when the actual policies are passed, they like Democratic policies. They want their health care. They want Medicare. They want on Social Security. All of those are Democratic policies. Mm-hmm. So this this bill, do I think it will pass? 
No. Do I think that Repu Republicans can make Obamacare fail? I mean, they can pass other legislation that makes Obamacare fail, but they can't just take it away from people because there's too much press about how many people it will literally kill. Now, it doesn't affect me at all. I'm very lucky. I have no pre-existing conditions. I'm a healthy, employed, six-foot white male. But, like, why do the people that are voting for Trump, why do they support him? Because he, his percentage, there's, there's nothing he can do to go below 35, right? There's nothing he can do. He won't go below right. 35. Why is that? Why does he have such a steadfast 35% no matter what happens? He'd have to, I, I'm wondering what he'd have to do. He'd have to. There's nothing he could do. Murder Mitch McConnell. There would have to be video. And even then he would say that it's not real. There, I, I, I truly say there's nothing he could do. When Nixon was when Nixon resigned, he still had 35% approval. He still had approval of 70 to 75% of the Republican party, dude. This is very dug in and entrenched. So why is it entrenched? Because Donald Trump is not a Republican. He's no more conservative than you, you or I. I know what I know what would do it, and there's what? A, there's only one thing. It's it's uh, okay. It's jobs, man. It's jobs. If people lost their jobs in mass in those states, yeah, you think that they would switch to the other party? I no, I think they they might not switch, but they definitely become disenfranchised, and that. That disenfranchise is a powerful thing. It swings elections. And we saw no that matter, in the last election. But no matter what, ha see, this is where I disagree with you. You're, you're saying that the reason Trump won is because people switched their vote or there, just didn't vote for Hillary? I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I know there were because, a significant number of people that voted for Obama that switched to Trump. I know that happened. So I looked this, I looked this up and Donald Trump, had the exact same number of votes as George W. Bush in 04, as Mitt Romney in 012, as John McCain in 08. There is no difference. It's 60 million. That is that. That is what they have no matter what. Nobody switched from the Democratic Party to Donald Trump. Nobody did that. I mean, yes, some people did that, but it's thousands, dude. And maybe that swung the election, but it's not that many people. And more, more than that is, is that they just weren't going to vote for Hillary. So, now, I, huh? so, so what happened was city centers, city centers went blue as expected. Yeah. It, it was the metropolis areas that were just outside of those that radiate outside of those city centers that Trump, Trump was able to basically was able to convert around Detroit. There were areas that went red. Many yeah. of the large cities that, that you, you saw it wasn't just the city, but all of the metropolis around that city. Many of them went blue for Obama. It was those circulating um, uh, voting districts that went around those those city centers that basically uh, flipped that told the story of this election. I can't remember the in what in in Ohio and Pennsylvania and Michigan. Yeah, if you look at yeah, if you look at all the yeah, Midwest, that may be states, true, but it. But it's not that many people, dude. It's it's not that many people. That's I mean, this election wasn't in any given state wasn't won by like hundreds right. of thousands of votes. It was you know, marginal five to ten thousand votes. So so you're saying those people did it because they lost their jobs and they blamed the Democratic Party? No, I think the messaging I think the messaging uh, of the two parties was different. Trump went out. What was Donald Trump's Trump, messaging? Trump went out and he hit jobs. 
He hit jobs hard. Where was Hillary on, on the jobs issue? I don't know because the news didn't cover it because all they covered every day was emails in Benghazi because Russian hackers kept releasing emails. I, so so I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't, I'm not second guessing you here. We're, we're, we're talking the same. We're talking two different issues. But what I'm saying is because Trump stuck to message, I mean, he was the guy had like two or three talking points and it was about that. But he was he kept hammering him, kept freaking hammering them. And at, a, at some point, it became a fact to these people. And that's why when you look at Pennsylvania, it's it's dark red. Right. If you look at Michigan, predominantly, you know, in the past has 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 gone blue and um, very red. Only a few yeah. voting districts were blue. So the same happened to Ohio, and that's pretty much the election. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I mean, it so, wasn't that many people, but it was enough to swing it. So, when so, you combine- so having said having said that, mm-hmm. something happens. Like you know, financing. We're opening up financing, and we're giving financing to everybody again. We're doing the same thing that we're doing uh, about ten to a dozen years ago. Say some of these, some of these, um, uh, a lot of these notes start to defaulting because people people can't afford it. They're they're getting money beyond their means, and then people yep. start losing jobs. The same sort of pat- pattern that culminated in two thousand eight. What do you think is gonna? What? You think they're blaming they're blaming the, Hillary Clinton for that? I th- no, I don't think they're blaming Hillary Clinton. But if this happens with Trump, I do think there will be a certain amount of blame to Trump. That will cause all these red circular districts that I was talking about to, to go red, back to blue. To go back to blue. It's yeah, that's a, a good point. I think I mean, it's I think it's economic, man. I think it all comes down to economics. You're not going to get that 35 percent no matter what, but People, you can swing three percent of the. Let's say yeah, he, you're not you going to you're not going to swing 35 percent, but you, you don't need 35 percent of the population. No, no, no. I, I know that. I, I didn't say that. You're never. What I'm saying is, you're never going to eat into that 35 percent. It is impossible. You cannot penetrate it, but you can eat into a little bit of it in those circular yeah. metropolis outside districts. That's if the economy goes bad. But but what if the economy goes good, but it's despite Trump, not because of it? Won't matter. He's going to get reelected. He'll get reelected. Uh, it's it's crazy, right? Because there's more Democrats than Republicans in this party and I in this country. And I think what what happened. What I I blame the I blame Fox News and a lot of this right wing media for uh, making Republicans hate Democrats so much that even if Donald Trump is doing things that hurt people, they'll continue to vote for him because it hurts the other guy too. But that's which is literally I mean it's called have, cutting off your despite your face. Yeah, I mean that's that's party politics, right? That's unfortunate, man, because we're we're all in this together. We are we're 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 all we're really in this together. Listen, right? listen. Some people on the right believe you know these economic moves are necessary, and that's higher in their you know voting order than you know the environment or okay, and, and that's on them. You know, people come there are many different stripes in this country, and you can't call them you know bad people. It's just you know they have different priorities than you and I do. Okay. I'm not calling them bad people, but nobody's nobody's saying that. I, I would more use the word ignorant. But sure, you can have different priorities, and I'm and I'm welcome and open to having a real debate with like a um, a real Republican or conservative economist. But that is not what Donald Trump is, dude. Donald Trump is not anything that that party has ever stood for, ever. Not one thing. There's, come on, man. Like these 
these people are now supporting a sports team, dude. It's a sports team and, and it's winning, so it's probably fun to support them. But the things that Donald Trump supports or the things that Donald Trump does are not conservative. They're not Republican. They're nothing, dude. They're destructive. They're hurting everybody. They're going to they're gonna hurt this country a lot, and that is far from conservative, dude. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I'm just kind of dismayed. I... <laughs> I th- I feel like I pro- we probably feel the same way that Republicans felt seven years ago. Maybe, but I mean, you know, you tell me things like you have family members or you know other guys. You know, you were you were raised a Muslim guy. You you I was you not have raised a Muslim guy. <laughs> your parents are though, right? Your dad is. Uh, my grandmother. So your grandmother is. But I mean, think about that. Donald Trump's Donald Trump's agnostic. Donald Trump's. Muslim ban would have kept you from coming to this country, right? You're Persian. That's Iran. Yeah, that's correct. So think about that. How how could you how could you or anybody related to you support that? You wouldn't be in this country if he had been allowed to do that. How does that not resonate with an immigrant from I, any of those nations? Okay, so you know, I mean, I I don't want to talk about the entire immigrant community. Sure, but I think. M- I, I was born, my parents came here, so I'm first generation, right? right. They're zero generation. Right. Um, I, I suspect, and from people that I've talked to that were older than me, um, that were older than me inside my family and outside my family, if you in the early 80s said you were Iranian or Persian, you went to school during the Iran hostage crisis, you got pummeled. You got absolutely really? pummeled. So whatever connection, I and I think it's, started at a very young young age whatever connection you had to that prior land like that sort of treatment and that sort of bigotry that that happened back then i think for yeah. a lot of people that i've spoken to um it caused them to to let go of that connection and that, that's wow. real that, that's absolutely so they don't real. consider themselves persian anymore they could they consider themselves American because they grew up in America. They, you know, they went sure. to proms. They did everything. So sure. that, that connection to their um, quote unquote motherland, it's, it's pretty much non-existent. They haven't spent any time there. Um, that I understand. I understand that. Like, dude, I, I'm not super connected to like Judaism, right? I've never been to Israel. I didn't get bar mitzvah. It doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. But, I can, but I wouldn't uh, ever like try to keep other – like other Jews from coming to America because if they had done that before, I wouldn't be here. So like, yeah, I, I can't speak for everybody else, man. I I'm just giving yeah. one vantage point. What? Yeah. That's, so, so that's they don't even see. All right. I guess that, that's one vantage point. And then, sure, sure. I don't know. I, I think it's socioeconomics. I think part of it's education. Uh, I, I there's a big soup here to say why there's a big soup, you know, the, yeah, you know, there's, there are a lot of things that, that contribute to this. There are some people who just want tax cuts. There are some people who want to be who want white people to be in charge of things. There are other people who want uh, more jobs. There are other people who want more money for defense spending. It's a it's a giant giant tent. But like, I mean, at some point you got to look around and be like, is this is this who I want in my tent with me? Is this what I signed up for? Like, is the is the net a positive here? Is the net a negative? Like, at some point you got to decide. Are the things that this guy's doing things that I'm in line with? Like, do I do I want to cut Medicare for 20 million people so that the top one percent can get an extra 50 grand a year? Is that is that why I support this party? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe we have a little bit of soul searching to do as a as a nation. Yeah. But 
I don't know if, if we can't all honestly agree like that what's happening now is pretty fucked up, then it's really difficult to move forward. And so I guess what I was saying is like if you if you can't even convince, you know, a family member or friend, you know, and we both have family members or friends who like who voted for Trump, if we can't convince them, then how could we ever convince people that we don't know? Right. Well, so I think the grumbles will just home. the grumbles are just going to keep trying, you know. No, the grumbles will keep trying. I think that the key is to keep, the key to all of it is turning off Fox News, is turning off this this poisonous venom, you know, dishonest media that is just dividing and scaring the shit of people, shit out of people. Like you basically turn off the TV, go outside, have more human relationships, watch, have less less of relationship with like hate news. Right. If you could do that. I think we could we could we could fix this. Otherwise, I have no idea how we fix this, bro. I think we fix it by talking about the AL West and NL West. How about that? That is a, that is a silky smooth transition, <laughs> like like drizzled caramel down the chest of a toothless Thai whore. That was smooth, bro. And, and I'm not going to try to convince you to come to Houston, but you're going to make the case for me. So go ahead. What All right, are, I'll start with the NL West. Okay, start with the NLS. So the Dodgers have won like 11 in a row. They're beating everybody every night by three, four, five runs. Yesterday, they're down five to zero. They win 12 to six. Wow. Their closer has one walk this year. They're, they're, they're incredible. They got this rookie named Cody Bellinger who's come up. He's hit like 25 jacks. He has like five or 10 two home run games. Corey Seager's their shortstop. Clayton Kershaw has had a couple bad outings, and they're winning every game they play. Arizona has the second best record, and they're like two games back of them. It's crazy. Insane. It's uh, Colorado just got swept by the Dodgers and before that got two of three taken from them at home by Arizona. So I'm, I'm not just because of that, but in large part because of that, I'm convinced that Arizona is the better team. I trust their pen. I do not trust the Rockies pen at all, at all. But I do think the Rockies are a good team, like capable of winning 85 or 86 or 87 games. Wow. But I mean, the, the Dodgers are 51 and 26. The D-backs are 48 and 28. The, the Rockies are 47 and 31. I mean, you're talking about the three best records in all of baseball in the same division, right? Yeah. That's that's pretty – well, Houston Houston has a better record, but after Houston. Uh, the Dodgers are, are going to win that division. Arizona is going to make the wild card, and they could do some damage. You never know. They, they have some serious chemistry. Colorado is going to be fine. I think they could get a wild card too. Like if you look at the other divisions, the NL East is horrible. All it has is the Nationals. And the NL Central, right – I mean, the Cubs haven't been very good. So I guess it could be between the Cubs and Rockies and Arizona for a wild card and Milwaukee. There's really only five teams that have a chance at this point. It's incredible. We're halfway done with the season, and I can tell you who has no chance at all. Hey, so we think the Dodgers are better than the Astros? That's a good debate, man. Uh, oh, wow. wow, that's really tough. That's your AL West transition. Okay, uh, so just to say, the Giants have the worst record in baseball and have won five games in the last month. Uh, they're the worst team in baseball. It's incredible. There must we've be beat something. Them up. We've beaten them up like two episodes in a row. I feel something, bad for Giants. Something must be wrong with their clubhouse to have that many veterans and be that bad. Like Veteran teams are not this bad. Sure, they can lose 90 games, but they're on pace to lose 100 games. It's pretty nuts. Uh, Houston, by far the best team in the AL. They've got the pitching. They've got the pen. They've got the D. They've got the offense um i would take the dodgers over houston because the dodgers have clayton kershaw and kenley jansen okay and houston has dallas keichel i'm sorry no i'm uh, say what it's a fair point it's a fair point oh i I like the the, i like the best pitcher on the dodgers and i like the the best reliever on the dodgers they're the best in the game 
And Dallas Keuchel's good, and Lance McCullers is good, but they're not Clayton Kershaw. And Ken Giles, the closer for Houston, is good, but he's not Clayton Kershaw. And the hitting sorry, is about a wash. Kenley Jansen. He's not Kenley Jansen. The de- defense and hitting is about a wash for the two, right? I think that's probably fair to say. Yeah. I mean, they both they both are awesome. I might say the Dodgers. I'm, I might. Yeah. I would, let's let's call that a wash. That's really tough. Speaking of wash, because they both. Yeah. What about the Rangers? Any chance in hell to make the wild card? Yeah, there is a chance in hell they'll make the wild card. Absolutely right. Thank you. There's absolutely a ch- no. I, look, I'm not saying they're going to do it, but there's a chance. They're a game and a half back of Cleveland. They're going to play Cleveland tonight. They're not better than Cleveland. Yeah, and I don't I don't even know if they're better than Tampa. Maybe they are, but they're not better than Cleveland. So I expect Cleveland to take at least. Gosh, Cleveland's coming off a home sweep of Minnesota. Cole Hamels is pitching. I think you Darvish is also pitching. Ooh, this is gonna be a good series. This can be a good series. But Cleveland's better team than Texas. Their Cleveland's bullpen, Andrew Miller, you know Cody Allen. The the back end of their bullpen is just better than the Rangers. As you know, the Rangers bullpen the entire year has been a train wreck for us. And, and the, both, the Red Sox are better than the Rangers, right? When it comes down to the wild card. Red Sox are going to win their division, but yes, the Red Sox are better than the Rangers. Though the Rangers just went to New York New York Yankee Stadium, your team, the team you got to win the division for a home-cooked Persian hummus meal and sangria, um, if, uh, they just lost 2-3 at home to Texas. Now, granted, Boston lost 2-3 at home to the Angels, too, but... Good for Texas, right? Yeah. Do we care about the Angels, Mariners, or Athletics? I mean, not the Athletics, but the Angels, Mariners, and Rangers in Kansas City are all basically tied. Right. It's pretty nuts, right? Because all those teams are massively, massively flawed. Seattle can't win on the road. Rangers Penn's not very good. Kansas City has been horrible until just recently. And uh, who's the other one? Tampa. I mean, the Angels. Yeah, the Angels haven't even played with Mike Trout for a month, and they're still winning. They're still winning. So I, the, all those teams are massively flawed. If I had to bet, I would say the wild cards are going to be either Boston and New York and poof, Cleveland. or I think Minnesota could do it. I think that's possible, but I don't even know if Minnesota's better than Texas. I'm still waiting for Toronto to get back in it. How far back are they, raised? Toronto is – they're 36-39, and 39, five games. So they're three back, three and a half back. Yeah. yeah, they're still they're still in it. It's so early, but it's cool that all those teams are in it. I uh, I think there's a good chance they can be in it, you know, till September. Like, I don't think Texas is going to lose 100 games. Maybe they lose. Maybe Texas wins 75. Maybe they win 82. But they're not going to be that much better or worse than that. You know what I mean? Like, they're not horrific. They're just super flawed. Right. And they're not great, but they're not horrific. So they're not going to win 90, and they're probably not going to lose 90. But they could easily lose 86 games, and they could easily win 84. I'd I'd I'm a big fan of their manager and their chemistry, and I, uh, you know, God love them. Seattle, Se- Seattle, same thing as Texas. Super flawed. Better bullpen. You know, uh, Oakland. They're not going anywhere. Angels will fall off. I don't believe they can do this, but maybe I'll be wrong. But I, I don't. I think the Angels are worse than Texas. Wow. Wow. Kansas City's kind of similar. I'm to just Texas. feeling so hopeful. My Rangers are still in the mix. Well, I mean, you live in Houston, so you got your uh, you got your Astros, right? Yeah, you're gonna come to a playoff game. So you want to you want to start a new segment where you convince me to come to Houston? How will it be in October? Uh, Otherwise, I'm not good. It'll be delightful. It'll be like low 80s, 60 percent. Really? 60 percent humidity. What is it now? 
Uh, it's like upper 90s, probably 60% humidity. So basically the same? Yeah, it's it's hot. And actually, I think the humidity is higher today. It might be in the 70s or 80s because it's been raining. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be muggy. But I've got AC, man. You come down, you do. I've got AC, and I've got a good baseball team. You do have a good baseball team. I can bring a towel. I just put, I just bring a towel with water. I did it in high school. I did it in college. I do it now. I just put water on a towel and wrap it over my shoulders. I even have I towels. Huh? I've got towels for you. You don't even have to. Oh, I bet it. you have the finest Persian towels if I know you and your wealth. That's right. All right. Well, we I think we had a pretty killer show today. I hope people will tweet tweet us at the Grumblers and let us know what they like about the show or what they think could help us take off to that other level. Oh yeah. Tweet us hard and fast and furious. Yeah, we're. We're aiming for double digits of Twitter followers. We'll get there. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, we put, time, we put time and effort into the Grumblers every goddamn week. The least people can do is tweet us and tell us what they like or what we need to work on, right? Yeah, maybe that should be our payment. Tweets. Yeah, that's all we want. That's all we want is your help in making a better show. Like, seriously, that's pretty cool of us, bro. Appreciate you, man. I really appreciate you. All right, this is episode 20, man. Are we having fun yet? Out, I'm out of my mind having fun. All right, bro. Take care, man. Great Good show. Later. Peace, bye. bye.